It is my pleasure to introduce Roger. Um, floor is yours. Please feel free to share. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Jim. It's that quick, is it? Thanks. Great stuff. I got rid of the preliminaries, didn't it? Uh, yeah, good to be here. Yeah, good, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are, guys. Um, my name's Roger Alcoholic, and, um, and I'm sober today. Yeah, really good to be here, and thanks thanks for asking me, Jim. Yeah, nice to look around the um, celebrity squares. I know a few of you, none of you personally, but I know a few um, come across you in... Um, come across you on Zoom stuff, which is really nice. It's nice to sort of, um, yeah, nice to be a part of this. really is a joy to be a part of this community, you know. And, um, yeah, so just a tiny bit. But how long How long for? About 20 minutes, Jim, something like that? Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I don't go on. Yeah, that, that's my that's my dead, that, that is my sort of, my finish line. The finish tape for me is, uh, is 20 minutes, you know. And I just, I was... Um, yeah, a little bit about me, really. Um, yeah, the OBE after my name is um is over bloody eighty. There we are. So you can't guess anymore over bloody eighty apart from that. And um, and that's it. So yeah, eight, eighty in one year actually. And I've just had you saying about um celebrating birthdays. You know, I'm I'm sort of um I'm ten years plus, and so and it says three thousand eight hundred seventy days on my little app. So I do that's without a drink and um and pleased I am to be um. I alive really, and um, and really good, and good to be here. And um, yeah, it's just a little bit about me, really. I mean, uh, just um, yeah, what can you say, really? I've, I've managed to get to eighty-one without um, you know, and surviving. And I'm 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 well. I'm sort of I'm well as I'm physically well. I don't know about the head sometimes, but I'm physically well, and, and and glad to be a part of this. Really glad to be a part of this fellowship as well. Um, I did. I've had um. I'm not going to go through the whole whole thing. I think you know, but I've had I've had one marriage that lasted about um it finished about 25 years ago. One child from that got into another relationship and inherited um three girls from that of of which two are still very close in my life. The partner we split up some years ago, so I live on my own and um, and that's it really. And um and yeah, I came into I was with my previous partner who I split up with from about five years ago. Um. We both we came into AA at the same time. She'd been in previously before, um, and our, probably from my mid sixties, my my drinking had escalated, and our partnership we'd escalated our, our alcohol intake really badly, and until it sort of it affects our lives. I, I I hadn't I'd fallen out of my daughter previous to that, and hadn't spoken to her for some while, and um, which was sort of it was disastrous really, and then. Um, and yeah, so we decided that, that we'd. Um, she, she said, I, I, "I can't remember which one of us, but in 2013, we, um, we, she, he, we decided to come into AA, and that was my first. My first meeting was a local meeting around here, and um, and I've, I've I haven't had a drink since. Um, I've been involved in service in all ways before. Um, it was a, it's a nice, it's a it's a good local meeting that I go to. Really, there's very little, very little God stuff. I may have scrolls on the walls and have a reading from the big book. Um, which sadly, sadly, they give to me every more or less every week to read, and I refuse to read from the hundred and sixty-four. I either read from the stories at the back of the book or Appendix Two, but so they get what they get, really. And um, yeah, it's, it's it doesn't sit. Um, yeah, I'm not being political. Some bits of the big books are okay, but I think it really should be updated. So that's a little bit of um, that's my thought on that bit. But yeah, so my journey, so my journey, and I took I took my time to go through the work. Um, I, I certainly didn't. Um, grab hold of a sponsor the first minute I was in. I don't even like the word sponsor particularly much. You know, it seems a bit like an advertising thing, but that's a personal thing. Um, I, I waited until I sort of um, found the right person to go through the work with. 
Um, he is a good friend. He's still a good friend now. Um, well, I've probably been five years sober. I think, can we? I stopped on. Um, I'm still on step nine. I stopped on step nine at the start of COVID, and that was it. And, and we sort of we we called it a day there, really. You know, um, with the agreement that um, ten, eleven, and twelve are just are maintenance steps, and I can we can do. I think I'd learnt about ten, eleven, and twelve, or certainly ten and twelve before I am. Um, by doing service beforehand, um, not so much 10, but certainly 12. Um, and so, yeah, so that was that. Um, what, what I am going to talk about a little bit, it's, it's, um, I was trying to think in a week, you know, after you asked me, Jim, is, is um, what to sort of speak about. I'd like to talk about a little bit about me, but which is, you know, that's, that's an ego thing, just that where I am, where I live, you know, I've always lived in this sort of area within a 25 mile radius. So there's nothing, I've not, I haven't sort of done geographicals for any reason but also i was just going to talk about um two things really um i was trying to think of some inspiration and i thought well i'll perhaps i'll talk about inspiration and um and and a little bit alluded with grief as well um or a little bit sort of combined with grief if you like as well you know so my um my inspiration actually when i first, when i first came into my, this local meeting in my local meeting with with my ex-partner of at the time um we greeted at the door by a, by a man who just sort of said, you know, he was out there having a fag, a cigarette, and he said, um, sorry, it's a wrong word, <laughs> having a cigarette. And um, he um, he just said, are you coming to the meeting? So we said, yeah. So he said, go in, have a, have a cup of tea, sit down. And that man became a really good friend of mine. Um, sadly, he passed away. Um, next month, it'll be four years since he passed away. But he became, he became an inspiration to me in as much as... Um, just to listen to him, listen to his story. We were, we were like age. He's about four years younger than me. Um, we were a similar sort of age, but I found he was he was inspirational. Just in in what he said, in what he spoke, he 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 never alluded to any um uh, any religious bias whatsoever. He just he just sort of he but he, he spoke about his recovery with interspersed with some really good. Um, uh, some really lovely stories really um he was 40 apparently when he came into fellowship and he spent about pretty 15 or 15 18 years of his like in prison from when he was in reform schools from a child and and that and i think to somebody who could pull themselves out of, of that mire if you like and, and be sober from 40 onwards with a small blip in the middle i think to get to 72 when he put 74 when he passed away was really inspiring and the message that he he passed was was great. I had the privilege actually of he lived in a um uh, a Quaker meeting house and um with in a bungalow attached to the caretaker and so we had the sort of um and they had grounds and and so I worked for him and and his wife for about three years as um as gardener and um a part of that time as well just for the cleaner of the premises inside the premises as well. So when when it came to break times and lunch times um. Where it was, it was uh, as well as listening to him at meetings. It was, um, it was, it was really nice to catch up. But he's just how he was now. He dealt with life and, and as I say, what an inspiration was. The painting behind me actually was that part of his, um, part of his, uh, his, his journey after he got sober was he he did a degree in art and um and he did these amazing um collages. This this is it's just over a minute. This one behind me is actually I own this. It's actually on my lounge um, on my sitting room wall. It's a meter square and he did um collages and they're sort of um some of some of it's a painted, some are sort of transferred on and painted over and that sort of thing. All themed with things. And this one actually is is themed of Essex, which obviously is a 
which well, some of you might know is a county, um, a county just east of London, sort of northeast of London, and um, with everything that probably went in historical wise within that thing, and it's, it's apart from being beautifully colourful, you know, as pictures and everything from mammoths upwards to a lot of history, which is fantastic, and it's it's a daily reminder to me of of what an inspiration he was, you know, and um, and sadly when he um. He died. He died on the twenty second of, of March, and um, and COVID actually the lock, complete lockdown here started on the twenty third of March. So, and at that at that time, he was in. He'd gone from a hospice to a um. Uh, that only he only had a limited, I think. Sadly, I think they thought he might pass away in the hospice, and he didn't. So he went to a um, he went to a, a care home, and it was um, it was still only local to me, and he, and he passed away in there as I say a day before COVID started. Um, and it was a sad demise. He, he'd become he'd become ill over the previous eighteen months, and uh, and it went from pushing him in a wheelchair to you know from going to meetings, taking him to meetings, to a wheelchair, to even having meetings at his house and taking him about. So it was um it was sad. And his wife was was um his wife was who doesn't drink, but she 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 met him in IA and um and came to some of the meetings as well um occasionally. Um, subsequently, he passed away, and I've um, I've been I I because I worked with I worked for them for about three years. You know, she become a, she was a friend anyway, and so I, we, she and I, we have um coffee, lunch about every three or four weeks, about every three weeks, normally about every three weeks, I think. You know, no, that that's where I'm sort of going to allude to, to the grief thing, really, because I mean, she was grief stricken when he died, although it was well on the cards, you know, and um. I think that's the joy that we have in sobriety of of um of being there for people of being um and that was really hard. I think, you know, I saw her last week. Um we just had lunch we had lunch together and I don't know how many times we've met up, you know, probably about goodness knows how many times, you know, seventy or eighty since she's passed away. Um and she's gradually got through this grief, you know, but but with the help of a couple of other people, um, maybe one or two other people who who were offshoots from the fellowship as well or friends of friends in the fellowship and um and it's, it's, it's really nice to do that and um I think sadly um as well part of my life once my um once my partner once we split up about five years ago um I had a, I was left just with my dog and um which she was um uh I, I got her in 2011 so that was even before I'd stopped drinking and um and yeah, so and sadly, I had to have her put to sleep about um, at the end of November, and it's um it's a massive loss, and um I felt more um grief about that than anything else. I think more of her passing than than anything anything of um any loss beforehand. Really, my my ex wife died about um six months ago, and to, I've got to be honest, I felt absolutely nothing. I mean, I still have I, I, by the way, my my relationship with my daughter was was rebuilt about. Five or six or seven years ago, in sobriety, I'm glad to say, and we have a great relationship. I've just been speaking to her now, you know. But, but to talk about my the grief, you know, I, it was it was sad losing, but I couldn't, I really couldn't shed a tear for, um, from from my ex wife, and it was just, I mean, we we passed on good terms, we divorced on good terms, we stayed good friends, and it was just, I guess, a little way it was it was unexpected, but it was expected, really. I mean, she was severely disabled, but nevertheless, um. And all of this, all of this is 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 really a, a way of coping. You know, I like the, I like the way I can cope now without even needing to, without even needing to have a drink. 
my, my dog's passing. I never, not a, a, a drink never thought of my, never, never even passed my mind. And yet, go back a few, uh, go back a few years before I came to the fellowship, and it certainly would, that certainly would have been the case. Um, I certainly would have picked up a drink and and not been, but you know, just what, what can you say, you know? But it, it it was it would never have made anything better. That was for sure. It would just help me deal. I would have thought at the time with the grief, and it certainly didn't. It certainly wouldn't have done. And um, yeah, I have another couple of other friends who, straight well, sadly enough, have one before mine and, and one one subsequent in the last week or so, have both had this in the same position. And it's um, it really is heartbreaking, you know. Dogs. People say some people who have never had animals or dogs can think of perhaps it's um, you know, oh, it's only a dog or something like that. But it was a massive part of my life, and, and they take sometimes they take more consideration um, than than people really. As as it happens, I mean, she was she was a good dog, and she was a um, she was well cared for, and she was a very loyal. And um, yeah, so that's it was um. And it's it's left a massive void, and I think that's some. Talk, I'm only talking about the last couple of weeks. I just seem to be managing to get through it. You know, I don't. I, it was um, it was she was very kindly put to sleep by the vet and a nurse who came in and put her to sleep at home. So I didn't have a. I can only say the sort of indignity of um, of dealing with that grief of going to a vet's and having actually having her put to sleep, and um, and just one of my daughters and I, we just where I used to walk her on a daily basis, which is a really nice place over a deal over a wood where there's woods at vast woods and fields um where we have um there's a lot of deer and uh it's just a nice peaceful place to, to walk and we scattered her ashes over there last wednesday which would have been her 13th birthday so it's it's some sort of closure but um but i still feel the grief you know and, and but i still don't know but i still don't need to pick up a drink because of that and um and yeah, so that's that's sort of where I am dealing with the grief and and just being there from not only from and, and other, other people have been with it, even within the fellowship and and friends I know around. You know, I've been just amazing, um, just in their texts and that's the joy of that's the joy a of Zoom and also of um of WhatsApp groups, all these things that we've grown up with and uh, to empathise and sympathise with each other and and become a close a close community really, um, and that's why I think that I think. Zoom, as bad as as bad as COVID was when it started, and we never knew exactly where we were. Um, I guess we were, everybody was the same, you know. Whether you could touch a shop door handle or something when you went in, when you went in the place, you know, to a, a, a vague lifting of it and then back into lockdown again. It was a very uncertain time for all of us. But whoever there was a genius who thought of Zoom was who who invented Zoom it was just amazing because I mean, we have this fantastic community now where. Well, I certainly know some of you guys, and um, probably just sort of looking around, maybe half, um, certainly a third of the people on here, and it's really, it's it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing medium, really, to do that. So, into into go, I still, um, so just mixed up with, uh, with going to one at least. I've run a meeting on some of you. Some of you attend it even. I, I run a UK time eleven o'clock on a Saturday morning. I'm a host of that. And uh, not not don't actually run it. I occasionally I run it, but um, because yes, I'm host of that, and that I attend other secular meetings most of the week. Another four, three or four day evenings in the week as well. Um, my one face to face meeting that I start that I that I went to, which was very my very very first meeting, my home group, still remains my home group. I go there every Tuesday evening, um, and I have to be honest, it's um. Is friendship and fellowship, which is all part of my balance, I guess, of uh, of 
of, of my of my fellowship. I must I must admit I felt um, not great. And I I think I've, I've sort of spoke to this about with people as well. You know, it's about the um, it is about the loss of the dog. I've, I feel a massive void, and it's taken me out of um, it's taken me out of my routine. My um, what I used to do on a daily basis, which was once I took you know sometimes I take the, the grandkids to school. And uh, and then was taking the dog out for after that, you know. For, but but even not taking the kids to school, you know, I still take the dog out for an hour, hour and a half, and and uh, and then crack, and then get on with the rest of the day, and then walk her again in the afternoon. And there was two great big blanks there that I'm feeling um, um, quite hard to fill at the moment, you know. Just but but um, but it, I know it. <laughs> We always say it will pass, but it, it doesn't feel like it's pass. It's very, it's passing very slowly. That's about all I can say. But it's, it's um, but it, it but it is what it is. I am getting used to it. You know, I think the maybe the closure this week was um was dealing with that part of grief, um, you know, with scattering her ashes and um, and I, I have a memorial shelf for her in um just on a like a wall unit. I'll have a memorial shelf for her with a few more of her ashes and, and photographs and that sort of thing. So, but I wouldn't have done this. I wouldn't have been able to deal, deal with this no way if I'd have been dealing if I'd have been drinking and, and let um, I, I I don't I presume with the way my drinking had escalated through the through probably from my mid sixties um, till I came in at the came in the fellowship at seventy there's no way that I would have um, coped with this if I'd have been alive and that would be a big proviso because the way my drinking escalated towards the end of uh, before I came into the fellowship it was um it was more than enough um. I was still working at the time, only briefly. I was still working at the time, actually, as a as a London black cab driver. Um, I was never drunk. I never went out to work drunk, but I had a drink every day a few hours before I went out to work, and I'm not proud of that, really. You know, it didn't it didn't impair my um, not never never on any occasion was I over the limit, but I I probably had one or two glasses, maybe of wine every morning, every day, or sort of lunchtime before I went out to work at night. Um, but it was um, it was one, and and just the damage I think that. that the um yeah the the compulsion to you know the the complete daily need necessity to have a drink and um however small and then when i didn't when i wasn't going to work i, I used to drink a lot and um and that was a cast and, and losing family relationships was another thing and i everything that i've lost all those losses have turned into gains now and um and it's 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 and Zoom and and Zoom and secular AA has completely changed my life in the last four years. My change certainly changed my um, my outlook on life. I've had some I've met some wonderful people only just on just on Zoom. A couple a couple of people I've met um, in reality, but but my, most of you are not on Zoom. And so, you know some and some of the sharing has been is, is inspirational as well. So so I think I'll leave it there, Jim. It's been um it's uh. It's a privilege just to sort of share a little bit, really, and I hope I've sort of kicked something off, really. But yeah, but back to Mick, he was um, he was a lovely man, and he inspired me. And I never ceased to never cease to be amazed at sort of the foundation that that some people can can leave can leave in in AA and leave their mark and uh, and never never be forgotten, really. So I will leave it there. Thank you.